0: This is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers.
1: There are days I wake up and I pinch myself. You're with me, not someone else. And I'm scared, yeah, I'm still scared. That is all. As days go by, even the worst ones. You make me smile. I'd stop the world if it gave us time. Cause when you
2: is a love coach, expert of all matters of the heart. She knows best how to unlock life's challenges, creating clarity in and out of the bedroom. Allah helps couples achieve the desired goal while transforming lives in areas of personal development, dating, relationships, sex, and life, so they can live and enjoy more fulfilling, passionate, and exciting lives. She believes that love is needed and out there for anyone who wants it. Alla is very passionate about the job she does because she believes that a life isn't a life without love. Alla urges anyone who is in need of her service to not hesitate to contact her. Her number is 646-854-2555 and you can reach her via email at info at allafinecoaching.com That's info at a l l a f i n e, c o a c h i n g dot com.
0: We are here today with Alla Fine. Alla is a expert in love. She fixes people who are having uh, love situations or problems. Errors, whatever you want to call it, she fixes people and she mentors them and coaches them and tries to get them on the right track. So this segment is all about love and what Allah does. Allah also fixes people who might be ready for a divorce or they're having sexual problems, whatever the case may be, she's your person to go to. Allah, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, hi, China.
3: Thanks for having me here. Always excited to serve and help people find love or fix love. Oh, yeah, that's great. Basically, I'm a love coach, mentor, and I guess you could say trainer to some extent, because I do help people find themselves uh, in terms of love, who they are in terms of individuals. Self-love, very important that's because it all begins within, as they say, right? And this is agree. very much yeah.
0: the, the truth. Because um, really, how can you love someone if you don't love yourself, right? Correct.
3: You want to okay. come in into a relationship from a place of love. So I help people find, individuals find love, self-love, self-care, so they can live more abundant life within and then be potential bait to someone else and therefore in a the, later in the relationship. Partnership, commitment, you know, commitment, etc. So I've been doing this over 16 years. Also been guiding couples in, like you mentioned, who are estranged, possibly who've been living a long life together, and you know, they're ups and down. No marriage is perfect, and in fact, relationship is always under construction. Mm-hmm. And you just have to really help, you know, within the relationship. As long as two parties are equally interested in doing so, they can in fact, rekindle their love, Um, but, of course, they both have to be equally invested. I help them find themselves, again, as individuals, a lot of times, you know, couples break because there's a lot of judgment and a lot of uh, tension, so I kind of help come in and we discuss things individually with each partner and then together as a couple, if that's their wish, and I help them come together and rekindle, rekindle what they once had. Um, so, so I'm a love coach. And therefore, I work with singles who are ready to go dating, who have not found the one, who just been struggling with breaks up and healings and, again, break up in the same patterns and just don't understand what they're doing wrong. So I come in and we, I basically dissect everything that they've had. We heal their past. And we work on their presence, so they have abundant and amazing,
0: flourishing, passionate future. Okay. i also a um, by the what, way. What kind of questions, when you go into someone's house, you know, to try to rekindle their relationship or help them with the problems that they're having, what kind of, a que- what kind of questions do you ask them usually?
3: If it's a couple and they usually reach out to me and they ask me for the whatever the case may be, whatever the help they need, usually, oh, she doesn't understand me. Oh, he doesn't understand me because he just wants sex and I don't want sex because he's not providing, he's this, he's this a lot of name calling and whatnot. And from a men's perspective, oh, why should I give her anything? She just spends my money. She's not working. It's blame, but they forgetting why they got together in the first place. So my job is to remind them of all that, put the blame aside, no
0: judgments, just coming in from a place of love. Oh, because wow. That's
1: yeah,
3: what
0: I that's, do. that sounds great. I think a lot of people probably need that if, you know, they're struggling right now. So I am really glad you're here. Thank you for coming. Now, my first question is, what does your job as a love coach entail? Explain it to me. Now now you you said a little bit about it but what what is get to the nitty gritty what does it all mean Okay
3: so again because I work with both with all genders um people singles I help singles find love again so self love aside from self love and self gratitude and an understanding of really what love is within I help them individually find love. So let's say they're on a dating site and they're like, oh my God, I can't find the right. All I get is in flood of all these rejects and I don't understand why. And, you know, people have their own interpretation of who they are. So who you are is who you attract. So we have to work. Yes, exactly. Wow. I didn't know that we have to work on you first, because then there's something obviously very wrong. Why are you attracting that personality? Something is you obviously saying things, or maybe your profile is obviously saying things that you actually don't see yourself. So it's a lot of inside work, a lot of work within that I work with before transforming these individuals into wholesome. I call it wholesome people because they're 100%. They don't want to be 30% or 50%. A lot of times also they come from breakup and they just move into a dating they could just go and oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I just said I'm gonna have to go and check it out because you know biological clock ticking or whatever other reason. If it's a guy, mm-hmm. oh, I'm through with this. I want to go find a date and just like, somebody about
0: better or something,
3: it. right? But they have not healed, so they're gonna bring the baggage from the old other relationship. they they were dumped or whatever, or they were dumping. It doesn't matter. I mean, the point is they have not healed. So I heal these people first. This mm-hmm. is like first. At most is the most important piece of the whole process, and okay. then when we're ready, then I help them redefine who they who they are, re understand who they are. Now the new improved them perhaps. After that, I help them. Let's say um, I rewrite their profiles, or I have I tweak their profile. So then now, I'm flooded with all the people they actually want to attract based on the new them, the new transformational. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's, that's very exciting,
3: wow. uh, and that's really actually it's very uh, transformational uh, upper, yeah. opportunity for to see themselves evolve as humans, and later see the result because now they're attracting the right
0: people. Right, and so somebody just- from the outside looking in can see what they're not seeing. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but,
3: because people should so be you're Yes, yeah. by asking the right questions, by mm-hmm. asking them all the, I have a st- very strategic plan of how I ask questions. When they answer those questions, they realize right. like, oh my God, I d- had no idea. Oh my God. That they and were they,
0: doing that or, or saying that. Exactly. Wow. Right. Right. Well, I had a friend that I helped. She went on a dating site and I said, let me see your profile. And so I looked at her profile and everything was me, me, me. I'm thinking, they're going to think you're a narcissist. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I like to go to the movies. I I like purple. It's like, okay, (laughs) you should be saying I like to go to movies with my mate, you know, and and I'll see whatever he wants to see. But as long as I go to the movies, I said, Mm -hmm. you know, change it up. So she changed it up a little bit and she did meet somebody and they've been together for 20 years now. But you're right about the profile thing. Yeah. How do you help couples with getting past troubled times? Let's say, you know, they're fighting, like you just said, and, you know, they're just not getting along. How do you help them get over that hurdle? Because, like you said, it's always a work in progress. It's always under construction. So, a lot of times people hold grudges, and they they won't let those grudges go. So. Even in a relationship that can happen, and that's in a realm of possibility, what do you say to people that can't get over that hurdle?
3: So we work on those pieces to identify what these hurdles are first. To put them at bay, we need to. People usually have to come to terms of the favorite word, which is very difficult. Say I'm sorry, Uh, and a very simple word but yeah. for some reason it's incredibly difficult for people to say right. so they have to once i break things down into pieces as to why the sorry is a necessary sorry And once obviously you know if there is a, a fault you know and they don't see it once i break it up and they do visualize it physically see it like what they've done ba- wow. based on actions they feel remorseful oh. so at that point this is a very vulnerable moment when they feel like oh my goodness I didn't see that I was actually doing this or I didn't realize this and wow so now they like it's a different form and they like almost like born again if you want to say so you wake them up yeah they're born again they re they like they're more remorseful and they apologize so that's the first place of healing so they have to apologize first and in order to move forward and the other thing on the other side just as incredibly
0: important and impactful is forgiveness oh yeah so So that's just as important as the saying i'm sorry exactly
3: forgiveness is very difficult in fact it's more difficult than it is the sorry
0: wow okay i didn't know that because i i know this sounds like i'm perfect but i'm not perfect i try to remember to say i'm sorry you know and sometimes i say i'm sorry too much because really maybe i shouldn't have said i was sorry but i don't know about anybody else but for me and how my mind works i feel better when i'm when i say i'm sorry when i feel like i've done something wrong as opposed to not saying anything you know right so because i think you're do. coming
3: from a good place it's a good it's a good characteristic to have because you immediately you feel that something maybe went off and and you don't it's not you know writing well with you as a personality you right. you see that apology it's like you feel like okay well i said it i'm yeah. good now i'm good in my heart yeah. whether this person accepts or not well that's up on them right because now i did my part and that's exactly. a good thing because
0: yeah yeah it's like it. i sh- i'll say to myself oh i, sh- I shouldn't have said that oh I, sh- I shouldn't have did that you know so i'm more mindful of how I say things. And anyway, God helped me with that. He really did. Because I used to be very quick to anger. And, you know, the heck with you. That attitude, I, I don't believe God wanted for me. So I, I had to modify that.
3: And you did. And, you. and
0: I think it's a—I think it's a good quality to have when you get older, too. You know, because when you're younger, you don't realize things so much. But as you get older, I think yeah. you got to think about things more.
3: And so you surround yourself with people who are... Um, appreciated and people who are givers you don't want to be surround yourself with users or you have to be more mindful and you have to see the red flags because the toxic relationship you know those toxic relationship the narcissism is not good and a lot of women and men actually as well equally hmm. they live in these relationships and they don't even realize it they it's just really sad that they don't realize how they are spoken to it could be mental physical abuse it could be it could be a uh, I mean, really t- physical abuse, not only in terms of, like, you know, like hitting. Uh, you know, hitting it, but I'm talking about the other physical mm-hmm. abuse. I mean, there's so many different layers to it and uh, people really suffer and there's no re- need to it. And again, when I come in, we discuss all these pieces and they say, and I, you know, show them, I mean, so look, this is what they, he said, this, is what she said, you know, this is what they said to you together is this. Let's bring you back to what you used to be. Let's remember when you said I do and why you said I do.
0: Yeah, how about it? What can you tell someone who's looking to get back on the saddle and date again? Maybe their wife died or they just never got a relationship. They focused more on their career. What would you say to them if they wanted to do that?
3: If it's uh, somebody who came from a breakup or uh, grief, the first process piece is healing they have Mm -hmm. to heal no matter what they cannot jump into like dating because it'll not serve them well and as a result it will hurt them because they're going to be looking for their potential you know partner that they lost in the new okay and compare see what you're saying the last thing you want to do that's not a healthy approach to anything
0: Mm -hmm. so they have
3: to heal first and you know when i I work with them. They, you know, I heal them first internally. I mean, there's a lot of grieving actually. They don't have to actually physically lose someone to go through the grieving process of just a breakup or a divorce. The meaning marriage is a breakup and, you know, not because people, you know, wanted it, but because circumstances and because one partner actually throws in the towel Mm -hmm. because before uh, even, you know, going through the motions and trying to salvage the, the marriage. But if it's like unless they're both partners who are equally invested in making the union work again it's not likely going to happen but both have to be so first the healing process before the dating even occurs and then gradually begin dating and dating slowly cautiously find people that are resonate with you align with you align with your beliefs usually those relationship tend to last longer and people tend to identify, you know, kind of a kinder spirit kind of type. You know, mm-hmm. they speak the same language of sorts.
2: Um mm-hmm.
3: And those relationships uh usually get better as time progresses. So when I teach uh, how to find the one and the most important thing, how to keep one,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I think that piece, because, you know, what well, you can find the date, you go on the date, you were, you're blown away by this potential person and it's yeah. like a there's a chemistry or yeah a he's holding the door for me you're like oh this is it this is the one this is this she's is the, awesome. one. He's the one yeah. perfect and then they start butting heads oh no i don't like this i don't like this i don't this okay so again i have to come in and say, separate the pieces as to why they're feeling what they're feeling and how it can they avoid and they come from a different place from a better place from place of abundance and they the fact that they found each other, let's celebrate that, and not mess it up. And and then how to keep it together, and how to keep the passion flowing, and the date night, jiving. And uh, I teach the art of seduction and the art of romance. And oh, I wow. set them up on the dates. Uh, you know, as uh depending on where they want to go with this.
0: So <laughs> so you're saying. Put a nice lingerie underneath uh, a trench coat and go to his office. Is that what you're <laughs>
3: um, Yes, but not right away. By far, okay. not right away. Right, this is right. one of the places you're you already in the committed relationship and you know, and you just want to spice things up right. and you do like little it's- fun things. Absolutely. Blink. Be playful. Yeah. Bring the romance in. Don't ever forget about romance. Get that date night going. It's like, I know, life You know, kicks in and work kicks in and kids and whatnot. And you forget about yourselves and you're passing
0: out on the couch. And yeah, yeah,
3: that's not good. That's not going to make that relationship last or it will last, but it's not going to be fulfilling. Why would you want to go through life? We only have one life to live.
1: Right.
3: Why? Oh, amen. Unless you want to give it full throttle, go full force, propel, do exciting things. So, I teach people like that forgot about themselves. They forgot about because they have family now, a family of multiple people, they forgot about themselves in the process. So, I retrain them yeah. how to be responsive to right.
0: each other. I, I know before, what you're saying because I just, I'm going to be 60 soon. So, what I do is I'll put on some lipstick and it, it makes me feel sexy. It sounds crazy, that's but. That's right. That's it's, right. It does just put on some lipstick, you know, and so you can't lose that feeling is my point. I think you have to try to keep that feeling. Exactly. Whatever makes you sexy, whatever makes you feel good, sprinkle some perfume on yourself, Mm -hmm. you know,
3: always, you know, remember like the first thing you want to do when you, you know, the myths are, oh, you know, I'm getting, um, getting all dolled up for someone. No, get dolled up for
0: yourself first. Right you got to start here. I agree. Then, once
3: you go, then you
0: feel nice about yourself. Yeah, and you feel good about yourself. So basically, you're saying also about if someone wants to get back on the saddle, they basically got to... Find out where their head is. So go to somebody yeah. like you and see where they're coming from because exactly. those old habits from that relationship—maybe they broke up with somebody a few years ago or got divorced—might still be in the mist in their their trend of thinking. Am I right or wrong? That's exactly
3: it, China. Um, it's what I do is I shift their mindset.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
3: critical piece. A lot of times people just don't realize how mindset really opens up the whole world, it redefines thinking, redefines their personality. They could be um, could be in circles that are actually devastating to them and they don't even see it. Right. Because their friends could be jealous people. Happens all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Because not because of what you have, who you have, you know what you people are just like really comes from unfortunately from a wrong place, mm-hmm. a wrong space. And that impairs a relationship or impairs a personality and how they think about themselves because they have always been surrounded with these negative people so right. I show, you know their mindset and to understanding who they surrounded with who they, they should may, they maybe with. need
0: to cut them loose you're saying exactly yeah because because yes. they might be saying oh don't let her tell you what to do you know stuff like that so then and they your husband's like what wisdom yeah. knowledge yeah. expertise yeah
3: you don't want to be unless somebody had gone through the same experience. Exactly. I can really give you like amazing, you know, advice or something. But you have to be somebody who exactly to a point gone through. And something. has
0: your best interest at heart. Yeah.
3: Right. And not just like, oh, I've been through this. I don't believe in this. It's not. so Okay. And this is based on what? Your experience and what? So yeah. take it with a grain of salt. Look at the red flags people around you are not always going to be good for you believe me i found my my own hard ways i've been friends with people from my uh, childhood through life and only to find out that unfortunately they were jealous of all their lives and can you imagine i mean wow. I, I feel
0: they're like sisters and brothers and yet i'm like what you find out they're jealous of you yeah this is wow. terrible
2: that's a disease
0: like- i think uh, yeah. Because you you you're supposed to we're supposed to be happy for people and promote exactly. people, and I don't know I I never understood that I never did. Yeah. Um. So here's another question: What advice can you give someone older that may be having problems with sex?
3: Okay. Well, uh, yeah, they're individual depending men, women, different things.
0: You know, hormones set in, right? Right, hormones set in or decline, but
3: there are, there are ways of around it, and depending what the situation is, not knowing the details, hard to say. But right. basically, there's a lot of ways to enhance libido and enhance love making uh, between couples, and something to be beautiful. And there are also, you know, areas that consistently. Discussed in a way that make people less ready for this one ashamed. Oh, that's the problem. Okay. A lot of times, people come from they could be married for thirty years, and guess what? They never did this something basic. Oh no, this is too. No, no, this is too too much. Oh no, I can't. I can't even imagine. I go well if your partner wants it. Who's to say you shouldn't try it? Give yeah, a chance. Right. You know. So I need to. Getting there again in their mindset to shift it for the right reasons that they would be more open to one another. And there's nothing shameful that right. comes between a loving couple. I mean, well, maybe sh- they
0: maybe they gain weight after all the children or something. And like you said, they feel ashamed of their body or whatever. Yeah, it could be a myriad of things.
3: But there's again, there's a fine way to tune all of those pieces awesome. in a loving way. In a romantic way, in a seductress kind of way, mm-hmm. you know, playfulness. Bring all of that in, and rekindle that those butterflies. Rekindle. Obviously, it's not going to be the same as you know, people change over the years, and it's different when yeah. you first meet versus thirty years down the road.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: if you feel that you know, you can engage in some way and keep that flame burning. Right. No, because I agree. I'll tell you one better. Dr. Ruth Westheimer. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Yeah, I know Dr. Ruth. She okay. was awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's a sex therapist. Yeah. Okay. I actually I met her some years ago in an elevator. Well, okay. she's very difficult not to miss, to miss because she's tiny. She's yeah. like about
0: 4'11 height. That's <laughs> what I am. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm 5'7". So, I mean, I immediately noticed her in the elevator because she was like way down there. <laughs> You know, like, it's like, and I had high heels. So I was going to a wedding. It was like, I don't remember. It was like some kind of a event. And she yeah. was, and somebody asked the, the question. She goes, oh, Dr. Ruth. So you were like, um, you know, you still believe the sex in the old age? Like, I was in shock that they would even ask her that. <laughs> yeah. Like, very first, like, bam, just like that in the elevator. They just came and, out with it. And she said, the best sex comes after 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> my kind of lady. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always did. What's 80
0: today? It's nothing. Yeah. 80 today is 60. I mean, it's nothing. I agree. Right? I tell my husband that all the time. 59 is the new 39. Exactly. That's why you yeah. saw Viper in China. This is why you like, you know, Firecracker yourself. What's 60? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing today is 60. Yeah, nothing. 30. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's how you feel, right? Exactly. It's how you feel and how you
3: allow yourself to feel. Now, again, people are a lot of introverts. They feel, you know, no confidence. They feel ashamed. They feel, you know, they okay with other introverts, but they will not be, you know, coming out of their comfort zone And because they just not who they are. It's very difficult for them. So I work with these people as well because I build the confidence. It's very important because confidence is critical in life, not only know. in
0: relationships, but at work. Yeah, Job. this is, is needed a is. lot of places. Yeah, Absolutely. you can't. I know uh, someone yeah. told me he was in the motor vehicle <laughs> and I was taking my driver's test and he said, you know, um, what's going to get you through this? And I said, what? And he said, confidence, that's what you need to drive. That's what you need to take this test. I was like, I didn't even put two and two together like that. But yeah, yeah. right, You're right. right. You need confidence. Yeah. Confidence is, is
3: critical to success, period, of any mm-hmm. kind. Relationship, love, career, associates, everything. It's This is how the world evolves. I mean,
0: you really need confidence in life, period. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because if you don't believe that you can do it, no one else will, right? Correct. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So once we
3: put those markers inside and, you know, I give a little tests in between and there's a lot of homework, they bring back the confidence. You'd be surprised. You know, it's, wow. it's really interesting to see how people evolve.
0: Because so you basically transform them. Yeah, exactly. I don't transition um, them. I transform
3: lives. That's what I right. do. So the and,
0: and that's the best thing because, like I said, each time I get older, I wouldn't say I reinvent myself, but I try to do better. So what you do is you're, you're basically bringing out the best in them that they right. probably okay. didn't know they had.
3: Thank you. I'd like to think that, too. Thank you.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Hello, everyone. Before we get back to the Inspirational Wow Show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers' best-selling, gripping,
3: heartfelt book titled A Letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now, back to the Wow Show.
0: How long have you been doing your job? How long?
3: Well, I've been guiding people in love and relationships for over 16 years. Wow. With From different... It all started as honestly, as not a business. I was not doing this as a business. I was doing this uh I wanna call it because I believe in love. I'm a hopeless romantic and I Oh me too. And I wanna give love and I just wanna see people happy, period. So yeah. People kinda gravitated to me from different walks of life and I've been always It's not happy. so much
0: about money, right? It's about right. It, was, it wasn't all about money. It yeah. was nothing
3: to do with money. It was just something that I wanted to help people find love. I'm a giver by by uh,
0: personality.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. I am. Yeah. And I, def- that's why I'm also give her a lot of, I do a lot of nonprofit work for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but love, I find that to be so.
0: Magnificent. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? And it's,
3: it's, it's just like so big. And I feel like the whole world should be evolving around love because it, truthfully, if we come, if we all come from a place of love, can you imagine how amazing the world would be if we all just want to give oh,
0: instead yeah. of take
3: just give just because yeah. nothing so yeah. i started off from just that you know friends colleagues uh, family people uh, members they all came to me about like oh can you what do you think about this advice can I help you? What, what would you do here what would you do here i'm like well i don't know i would do this to me i'm very highly intuitive i me i can too. Meet, yeah. like give me like five seconds like the first overview and then give me five minutes and i'll give you the whole i'll give you who you the whole are story <laughs> right yeah. so yeah with i'm that, way yeah so i'm able to do that and it's a great gift and i'm very thrilled that i have that and so because of that i wanted just to continue giving giving and giving love so i've been coaching essentially i just didn't know back then that it's called coach back then oh no i've been coaching my my entire life, essentially, uh, adult life. And so I've been helping a lot of people transform their lives. Even I have several marriages under my belt. I'm wow. a matchmaker. I used to be a matchmaker. I put it to rest and only now brought it back again because my clients all asking me after I healed them and ready to take on the storm of love and relationships. Do you have somebody for me? And I got tired of saying I'm not a matchmaker. I'm a wow. coach. <laughs> so I said, you know what? That's it. I'm bringing back the matchmaking. You're
0: gonna do so, it, yeah.
3: <laughs> so I get ready. I started on my website. Anybody who Good wants to be in it, they just have to just go in, complete the form, and to be in the
0: database, and then you know we we'll discuss. You'll you match know. them. Yeah, I actually in my life have put a few people together. I I can just tell. Yeah. It's crazy, like you said. It it's definitely yeah. a gift. But I used to rent to college kids and. They would all come and I had property and, and each one would go in a room. And it was funny because I would say to this kid, okay, you're going to go here. This is your room in this house. And this kid, you're going to go there in this house. And by the end, when the houses were all full with these college kids, they just, they would say to me, wow, you know, you really matched us Perfect. But I knew when I met them what type of person they were and I tried to meet, tried to match them, you know, the same. But I have a few friends that, you know, I put them together. I said, hey, I know somebody be perfect for you exactly married today and and there's a few of them so i know what you're saying it's you you're very intuitive and you can see right. that right i can see right away like if i know i just have to know the people like usually mm-hmm.
3: that's why through coaching once i coach them i know who they are then i can match you, them easily because i already know, to know who them they are. together
1: mm-hmm. once
3: we work together i know it's a partnership when i work with my with my clients a lot of times we become friends as well and <laughs> because yeah. i their success is my success. I take it very personally. And um, for you. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm their friend, I'm their confidant, because a lot of times singles, especially in COVID pandemic era, they don't have nobody to speak with, especially about things of uh, love and sex nature. So they yeah. have like ideas and thoughts and they want to just do, you know, brainstorm or whatever. We get to yeah. do that because people just okay. communicate.
0: Awesome. Well, I have a couple of couples that I'm going to definitely give them your numbers. Do you believe in God?
3: Yeah, sure. I have been um, believe God is as, uh, as early as my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, you know, in school, it's been, you know, transitioning through life. And, um, yeah. Do you see God in, in your job sometime? I see God in my job. I'll tell you how. When couples come to me and they say, you know, I'm not happy, let's say one couple, you know, one partner from the couple, usually one partner approaches first and says, you know, I, um, I want to be like out of this marriage. I'm not happy. It's been too long. It's only one sided. I'm not interested, but I feel I have to stay because, you know, God intended for marriage you know the holy matrimony so from that perspective now look i believe in god but i don't believe in toxic relationship and i don't believe that people need to live in misery
0: and even though I, they've I, said their vows right
3: yes even though i don't believe in that i feel that god would understand that people do not need to live in toxic relationship and just for the sake of being belong what's the point if they're yeah. missing and they have holes inside i from agree the wow mm-hmm. so yeah this is like a lot of things that i feel and, and you know it's like i mean normally we don't want to talk negatively about blood, blood but in this case we have to see this is not as a negative but as a positive it's an opportunity for god to go further and I explain to him from that perspective that god would not want you to be in pain god wants you to be happy because you're Amen. child of
0: god mhm mhm and want- it doesn't matter if they're jewish or you know believe in allah it doesn't matter it, like you said it's it it depends um, and i don't think any god would want them to be unhappy like that no exactly. or to try to fix it if they you know if they see a problem right and that's where you right. come in exactly i mean people...
3: Well, some people cannot identify with that they feel ashamed that's the thing they have a fear shame shameful behavior and they feel that they're going to be saying something you know going against the god will if they should leave their marriage now i say not to leave the marriage unless it's toxic narcissism and everything else try everything before you leave that marriage don't throw in the towel you know get in touch with an expert get in touch with someone you can just speak to or just like Free I mean like I offer like first session absolutely free. I'm happy to give anybody anybody who listens to this uh, podcast um, Just to you know, I just want to guide people in the right direction, you know So I'm offering, you know, like a free session if they wish to speak with me on the phone No problem just to get them, you know, some people just want to talk to somebody have nobody to speak with I get that to
0: get another opinion, right?
3: Of course, of course I just want to put them on the right path at least. If I can do that, it'd be great. would be God's way.
0: What would you say to somebody who, okay, they have a sick child and basically they're doing all this stuff to take care of this child, and there's no time for romance and there's no time for sex and there's no time for it, intimacy at all. what what do you what do you suggest somebody like that do? Of course. You know, they should call you, but let's just say somebody's out there and and they're having experiencing, you know, those rough times with a sick child that they're trying to tend to. And they're exhausted by the end of the day and have no strength to maybe blow them a kiss or, you know, know. Um, what do you say to them?
3: It's it's definitely tough to be surrounded, like with such a situation. But you have to understand that they are, are there for their child. And that comes from place of love love for their own child and so while they cannot maybe uh you know get out there in the dating scene frankly i can't imagine they would have the energy to get out on the based on the scenario you depicted there i mean i don't even see that because they're so in you know involved in the bringing of this child who's unfortunately ill but there are also obviously this person has to sleep so they i'm sure there's another caregiver that they would have or maybe if they can just have first of all forget about dating they need time off for themselves to heal to process what they're it's a it's a huge you know obviously it's not a burden because it's their own child and they want to see the child come to a point of you know whatever they you know in putting all that love and attention they want to be in a good place but they should also have a break. So whoever, they can either hire for half hour, doesn't cost anything, to hire somebody like a babysitter or somebody just to give themselves a break or potentially uh, their parent who can watch the child in the interim, anybody, just to, if they can even go get a massage, let me tell you, that'll give them a world of good. They will just find themselves again. And that's so critical for us. Especially for somebody who cares who's a caregiver for another that is so draining. It's so important for them to find themselves first. And then, you know, as they feel rejuvenated and slowly coming back to life, and they could be better parent to the sick child. Because you know what? It's very difficult to find, you know, that kind of a consistent love because it's gonna it's gonna go against your own feelings and deliberate. It would be it's really gonna be taking away. Of personality, I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, it's just normal piece of life. So I don't want that person to feel resentment toward toward the child, because draining them, not giving them energy, not giving them time to be with themselves or with another. That's not good. They have to come from a space and have someone to fill in a sister, a sibling, ah, uh, anybody, a parent, a grandparent. Somebody has to, or even just hire somebody for half hour, the, a few times, I would say twice a week, at least for half hour, just to redefine themselves, come back to their own love of themselves so they could give more to this child because yeah. they'll come from a place of love, not necessity of caring for them.
0: Yeah. So basically you're saying at least twice a week, they have to regroup. Yeah, they must take time.
3: Redefinite.
0: They must. Otherwise, mm-hmm.
3: they'll just die caring for this child because their own psyche is deliberating.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, basically, they've got to take time for themselves, just the two yeah. of them. It's a must. Even if it's twice a week. And what would you say? Like, two hours, three hours? Is, what you do you mean, think would be enough to refresh them? You mean them opinion? as
3: a, sing, like a single parent or you're talking about a couple? husband, A couple. A couple. Um, I would say, first of all, each parent has to take a long time. I call it me time. You must take a me time. Me time is critical for the union to, you know, equally coexist in happiness and abundance. Because people, because again, couple, what do they do? They take in turns take care of this child.
0: Right. That's taking what,
3: terms, yeah. And the only time they have is sleep. They don't even want anything. They don't have no time for anything. They just so happy to let go, you know, one takes one shift, the other one goes to sleep and vice versa. What kind of life is that? Yeah. They have to try to do individually once, you know, they they have to hire somebody so individually they can just take a break, go to the beach, look at the wave crash. That's very soothing. Something simple, it doesn't have to be like a major thing for themselves or go as a couple. If they wish just to go and just like breathe, breathe air, refresh themselves, look at the waves break. It's beautiful and come as a couple. That's like they building and they they say to themselves like, you know, I mean, look, we, we have the situation, but, but with, we're doing it from where? From the place of love because this is our child and yeah, the child needs us. And so we will give this whatever you want, you know, whatever the child needs, obviously, it's your child. God gave us this gift and not to be resentful to God for giving the gift because it's still a gift of love. It doesn't matter if the child came not 100%, but it's 100% in their mind as it should be because it's their child. And that child, even though it's not 100% for others, has to be 100% for them without resentment, only with love coming from the place of love and wholeness as a couple. And couples usually break up because there is a, somebody who's sick and they're tired they're physically exhausted and to avoid all that they need to find themselves by taking this little space for themselves me time whatever that me time is identifiable to them whatever they relate to as their own me time somebody just wants to go you know have a sit have a cup of tea with a book have not seen that book in months maybe that's all they want simple stuff Hmm. find Love in simple pleasures. I'm not saying go on an expensive date or fly out to South France. I'm just saying find something that's going to give you pleasure. Just write down things that give you pleasure. Write them down and then select what's more possible right now, this yeah. moment. And to just do it or just even take those 15 minutes in the kitchen and just like breathe, breathe, meditate, you know. Take some, put some candles around the room when the child is asleep. Child sleeps, luckily. That's your yeah. date night. That's your date night. Put the candles around, throw some rose petals. Yeah.
0: And there you go. Doesn't yeah. need anything else. That's awesome. Great advice. What do you say to someone who, you know, with COVID, you know, when it came around, people lost jobs, you know, people got sick. What do you say to someone they're struggling right now financially and they just, the one's not in the mood because the bills aren't getting paid and what do you say to them as far as their relationship's concerned? How do they keep it flowing? Because eventually one or the other is going to get sick of romantic time or, you know, even though they're struggling financially, How, how can they rekindle their relationship again? How can they do that?
3: Okay, so people who are struggling, they do not, do not have enough means, let's say, right? They cannot go on dates like of regular nature. Perhaps they can go out to dinner and candlelight dinners. Out would be much more effective because just to get out of the house is so necessary. But you know what? You could just get out of the house to a local pizza place. I was just going to say, get a slice of pizza get a slice of pizza bring your own candle if necessary put it on and have the romantic date out no big deal or alternatively if you can dress up your own space at home just needs a little creativity put something you know again candlelight uh, again it and the wife doesn't cook guess what and the husband doesn't cook they cater out they can afford one simple meal a pasta like a catered out from a local pizza place, which somebody already cooks for them. They just put it, they plate it out, and they make a date night out of it without leaving their own home. Make it simple and make it so that they both come in to this date because none of them cook. They both come in, they enjoy each other's company, they talk about their situation. They are usually, you know, be more available to understand that one partner or the other one provides for the sake of family. and the other one either can compensate or if not, then to be understanding by other means, you know be helpful in a household. And so as long as whatever is you know help them helping themselves and helping um, them as a union, which is very important to remember to keep that union going. And again, the date night is critical. If not possible, I would say to really rekindle again, depending on the type of relationship they have and how far away they are now feeling from one another, is important to understand that they need to rejuvenate that relationship and they need to bring it together. They have to re explore it, redefine it, and bring intimacy mental, emotional, and physical to really close the gap and by doing that they can only find each other and help each other navigate within or find somebody like an expert to hide at least lay down the strategy and lay down the path i call it illuminating the path to love that's what i do so and that's how couples come together once they see the pieces that they've forgotten or do not see that they bring that friction in each other's lives in the negative way but we you know spin them around and bring it back from a positive angle and they are more aware of their approach to each other because now they approach it from a different mindset don't forget now mm-hmm. we shifted all that mm-hmm. if we once to shift they're mindful of every step they take because they don't want to go back to what they were kept, you know fighting like cat and dogs and blaming each other no they're coming from a place of love forgiveness and apologies and they making it now come together and making this union flourish live fully abundantly fulfillingly and passionately most important. i'm all about passionate love it's like my yeah. whole life is about love and passion and i want to bring that in every household dating person's life and then find them you know
0: i think that the the, the- the human condition thrives on it, don't you think?
3: Some people are afraid of that, actually. Some people wow. are afraid of being hurt. And as a result, singles, as a result, they say, well, uh, I actually had clients that God has a different path for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I
3: believe, I want to be, I'm so hungry for love. And I believe that I deserve love. I'm tired of being single and lonely. I want somebody in my life but God has a different path for me. And I'm like, okay, well, how is that? Tell me how God wants to be you to be, you? are you trying to tell me God punishing you? Yeah. No, God's not now. When is now? I, I always say, if you don't self advocate for yourself, God will not advocate for you. God may have a different path for you, but you need to take action. You have to take action. If you want to see any change in your life, any change on, personal or professional level you have to take action if you don't take action nothing get implemented if you don't take action it's just a pipe dream it's never gonna happen right you take action whatever it is you take action to move the needle if you want that needle moved otherwise you this life is gonna be gone before you know it and then one day you're gonna wake up with regrets that's the last thing i want
0: you in a nursing home yeah god Mm -hmm. forbid yes yeah, I used you, to work in a nursing home, and there were lots of people there with regrets. Oh, right. I should have married that girl. You know, I should have had kids. You know, all regrets, and and that's not that's not good. No, and especially now,
3: especially because of the pandemic. And yes, people are struggling in different ways. But luckily, economy kind of is you know slowly picking up and whatnot. But again, people say to me, "Oh, I really want to work with you," but Maybe tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. <laughs> well, guess what? Tomorrow we might not be might not, not come. Out. Right. Tomorrow may not come. A. B, if you don't take action today, I mean once you, you have to be committed to yourself. The key is how much do you love yourself? Do mm. you think you're worth it? Powerful. That if was you powerful. worth it. Yeah. Are you worth it? Are mm-hmm. you worth your hard earning dollars that you're working like a dog for someone who doesn't give you a second thought to fire you any given day mm-hmm. you're working like your dog so then what and you don't want to work and self-invest in bettering your life Yourself. potentially opening your business starting a new career because you don't have confidence or you don't know this okay there are people who can help you with this and can pave the path to success love relationships whatever you want but you need to make that first move you have to take action for your life because you know what you're worth it and just because you're worth it you deserve better life than what you have if you feel something is off in your life you need to take action simple as that tomorrow is not
0: it tomorrow is not promised to us girl you are preach you are preaching i'm telling you you are so right though i believe in this and it saddens me that people just don't see their own value and it's scary because
3: What? Why would they want to live like this? Obviously, they're not happy. Yeah. I want to bring them closer to happiness. At least give me a chance to give them anything. If they can come away with some simple strategy and something, okay, my work is done. It doesn't have to be, you know, long. You know, obviously, I have uh, people who I work with for, you know, I work usually once a week for, uh, you know, however many weeks they they purchase. But it has to be something that they want to, do for themselves because again Mm -hmm. you invest in cars luxury homes vacations that's materialist stuff
1: Mm
3: -hmm. you need to invest in yourself so that you can live the life you were destined not at somebody else's you know oh well today i have a job tomorrow i don't have a job Oh, well, I have not found the right partner because I really don't believe in myself because I suck. No, you don't suck. You deserve more in life. And you just need to wake up and smell the coffee and say, yes, I deserve it. Because the buck stops here. I'm done working for somebody. I want to work for myself now by investing in myself to learn the tools to get kicked butt and just get in there in life. And do something that I know that I deserve better It's for the ambitious people who know they, they want more, they deserve more. And they, and they go after
0: do. it. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so, there's nothing that I would say, oh, I can't do. I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but God helps me when I want to do something, but I put it forth. you know, I just go right, and do it. Right. And it's God, the only, the you, only way. Gives you,
3: puts you on the path, but you need to self advocate because who's God's not going to advocate for you? Nobody's going to knock on the door. You know, I have single people that say to me, Well, you know, I'm going to wait. God has different plans for me. I'm going to change my job and then I'm going to wait. Okay, (laughs) when do you think somebody's going to knock on your door? (laughs) That love will never come to you unless you take physical action.
0: Right. I agree. You have to go after it.
3: Exactly, and it's like pains me, China. It pains me that I cannot get breakthrough this peace that you know, God fearing people are to some to such extent that they do not see the true love of God and yeah. the true love of knowing that God intended them to be happy, happy. destined to be happy, not. Using this as an excuse that God had different ways for me. No,
0: God well, has joy because feel. my husband said happiness is fleeting. Joy is from God. Well, you are very empowering. And I could just tell by the way you talk, you help a lot of people. Because like you said, people have to believe that they deserve joy because I, I'm like you. I believe in love. I believe, and and it even talks about it in the Bible how, you know, there's a mate for you, you know, and God wants you to have a mate. And And, Adam and Eve,
3: hello, we don't have to go further.
0: Yeah, yeah. God created a couple. But you got to, exactly, but you got to put your foot forward and do something about it. What do you suggest people do who, you know, Don't have access to people, you know, because now there's dating sites. But what if they're old school and they don't want to go on a dating site? What do you suggest?
3: Okay, so if they don't feel technology savvy and don't want to go on a dating app, then I would suggest contact your local, you know, check out your local scene. See if there's some kind of YMCA. I'm sure they have some kind of get togethers, again, based on their own interests. So find an interest that you love again, jot down like number of things that you love, put down like at least five top things they would love to engage in on a daily basis, let's say, or at least on a weekly basis, let's say travel is one of them, but you can go international travel, but you can go maybe take a bus tour to some tri-state area and you're going to meet a lot of different people on that bus tour. You never know, mm-hmm. go with that age group wherever you are and where you are in, in, within that great age group range go and find things that you may enjoy so whether it's touring local touring going you know from state to state nothing fancy or go to different kind of meetups uh, absolutely i would seriously recommend to do volunteer work because you never know what relationships you will build with that both female and male, all kinds of relationship you're going to build, and you're going to be doing something good. You're going to give back to the community. To so do volunteer work, you're going to meet amazing people through it. Um, and you can go through, uh, again, the meetups themselves. They have a lot of different things you can look up based on your interests. Uh, there are a myriad of things to do. Uh, you don't even have to go on a dating app. But, you know, I, there are a lot of dating apps these days that are, 50 plus, 60 plus. They Mm -hmm. call, I think, silver singles or something. And you can contact me and I'll help you to rewrite your profile or write your profile so it would be aligned with your beliefs, your wants, desires, and anything else along those
0: lines. Wow. You are a wonderful person. Please tell everyone how they can get a hold of you. Um, The best way to
3: reach me is uh, through my website, alafinecoaching.com um there my email address is going to be immediately on the first page you'll see it in the corner there uh you can just email me and and let's start talking tell me what you need and i'll be happy to accommodate
0: all right well um i really appreciate you coming it it was it seemed like a long time before we got together but i am so glad we did you are an incredible woman and you kind of remind me of myself you're a go getter and you believe in love, and you have a methodos- methodology and philosophy similar to myself. So, I appreciate you. And I'm, like I said, I'm very glad you came. I'm very glad you came. And I know that you help a lot of people. I can tell. I can tell. Yeah. Thank so, you. thank you again for coming. I appreciate it, I Allah. I appreciate
3: it. Thank you, China, for having me. It was great.
0: Wow, that was a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, this is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Thank you for being here.
1: And I want to say thank you. I was lost and you found me. I was dead inside and you breathed into me. And you brought these bones of life. I want to say thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for loving me unconditionally. God, you stood with open arms, but I